Want to channel your inner unicorn? Tune in to Nitty Knocker every Tuesday at 6.15 p.m. Central Standard Time on Q4.org. That's Q-U-E, the number four, dot org. What's up, y'all? It's a live week of Nitty Knocker Radio. We are here. We are doing our thing. It's Tuesday. We know the weather sucks, but that's not the worst thing that could be going on, right? We got a good show lined up for y'all today. Very excited about our guest, El Hitta, who's going to be joining us. It's been a while since we had some celebrity faces in the room, so we're going to get lit with him, play a couple of songs off what he's got going on. Shouts out to Dub Life Entertainment for hooking that up for me. I'm very, 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 very excited to talk about ways to cut people off. You have to know it is okay to cut somebody off. They are not going to hate you in the long run. They might hate you in the beginning, but if it's for the betterment of your health and your well-being, you got to be okay with just letting them go. It's your girl, Nitty. We do this every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. So, so refreshing to be able to talk on the microphone this week. So, for now, we're going to listen to a few songs off of the Nitpicks playlist. And then when we get back, we're going to have our inter- uh, entertainment update. I said they're real funky. Going to have our entertainment update sponsored by Keith. <laughs> Shouts out to you for always being on top of it. And until we get back, peace, love, and happiness, y'all. Keep them bands up like a Jew, I do Born when a Roma legends, they see me Born center on a ledge, I'm feeling free They poppin' perkies, they just itchin', go to sleep I smoke my dope and let the people have their team They on the brink if they some shots up in the sea No, I'm dying, filthy, rich, if anything Ayy, catch a mustard, uh, she my late night duster Yes, please, bitches drink they next tough business is Plus a hundred, I saw dungeon, make me grateful Say I'm on that, do no hundred, he can seen though Make me grateful Baby, baby, baby Don't ever listen to these niggas, they be hating They be hating Money on my head, that's just a bad investment Empty out the clip, then got my other one don't ever listen to these niggas, they be hating Got through so much, it make this shit just feel like Maybelline Life so easy Straighten up, straighten up Straighten up, straighten up 
Marie the DJ to put in the mix. Submit clean music via nittiesknocker.com for your chance to have your song played live on Tuesdays via q4.org. That's Q-U-E, the number four, dot org. Now you know better. But your girl miss Mo better. Yo, what's up, y'all? We are here. We are live. Once again, this is Nitty's Knocker Radio. We do this every single Tuesday, 6 to 8. Kind of like 6 to 7, 30, 7.45. We trying to run out of here. Today. It's your girl, Nitty, you know. Blonde and beautiful. I'm really loving the blonde, y'all. It's really doing me good. I I'm guess. loving that blonde on you. That's... I can almost go outside with no makeup on. Ooh. Almost. Almost. Stop playing with me, Brandon. <laughs> hey. I always want to play. Shout out to, to Lil Blessing. You know, we playing his music live. Shout out to Childish Major. Jenny, you know, we playing all the underground music. Whenever you need to hear something underground, be sure to tune in to our show. As well as our podcast, you can find it on Apple Music, Google Play, Stitch, uh, the other ones. All of them. But let's go ahead and get into our entertainment topics for the day. We are talking about Meek Mill. So... There is an issue 
between Mickey Mill and the Cosmopolitan Casino. And there's a video that's been released showing him conversing with the casino officials at they, as they tell him that he can't be on the premises. Meek tries to stay calm to get to the bottom of the entry issue, and he doesn't understand why they don't want him there. Can you all guess why? Wasn't it because they tried to? I heard a lot of different things. It was something about a pool party or something. Yeah, he tried to pull up to see DJ Mustard set, and they said the pool party was at capacity. Uh, it wasn't like he was pulling up to stay there at the moment. He was pulling up to go to a party. And they deny him interest to see his to see DJ Mustard set because it was at yeah. Well, it was entry period though. They wouldn't allow him in the casino period. So, is it because he's loud? He's what? Loud. You know, Meek Mill is a loud black man. Damn, what that loud? No. To the, to, the, to the door to get in. I think that it's probably. I was making a bad joke. <laughs> obviously, oh, it was terrible. Okay, give me a second here, okay? I've had a long day. <laughs> it probably was the fact that, I mean, think about it. Meek has been on a roll as far as, like, the movement to, you know, basically in the incarceration system, just the mass incarceration, just trying to, you know, make a difference there. And we got to understand that those mass incarcerations are private prisons that are being, like, funded and money is being made. So they probably don't like Meek. You know what I'm saying? You messing with the money. Like, you can't come in. They're not going to say that, of course, but they can just deny him entry because they don't want him in there. Like they said in the video, dude said that basically, because Meek was asking, who can I talk to? Like, who do I talk to? Because obviously those are two, like, security or something like that mm-hmm. that he was talking to. But Well, yeah, he is going to... Well, he I don't know if he actually will, but he says that he's going to file a lawsuit for racism yeah, against the resort. Um, I think he should. I mean, I don't really understand why they would be on dirt with Meek at this point. I mean, I know he's like served his jail time. What was he in jail for? I'm I'm not aware. He violated his parole, I think. So he had guns. <sighs> he or went out of town. Was he did something? And you know, the, did it involve like violence or weapons? No, it didn't. What he what he got arrested for? I don't think was anything violent. I think it was mm. for riding riding on the uh, on those motorcycles or this whatever is, he they be doing in Philly. This is in Vegas. Like Vegas is like where everybody goes. Whether you black, white, whatever, you go to party and go to gamble. So like that's why I think it's the fact that what he trying to do, the movement and what he's pushing right now. Well, no. I I feel that if it wasn't a violent act, then. They shouldn't have denied him. I mean, when I went to Vegas last year, I mean, it was a little bit of everybody everywhere, you know? So it's like, why would they deny him entry? It seems more of a political thing than mm-hmm. a racist mm-hmm. thing. I don't think it has yeah. much to do with race because those cl- those casinos and day parties and beach parties, all that stuff, it's so packed, so crowded. So for them to see Meek Mill, maybe it's just like, oh, maybe he's involved in something he shouldn't be involved in or the Mm -hmm. owner maybe doesn't like him or something. I don't know. But that's real crazy that um, they don't pour Meek like that. I think he is a little loud, but, you know, I don't think that it's his message. He trying to he trying to push a good message as far as mass incarceration and getting rid of that. I'm trying to tell you. So you feel like if he wasn't pushing, they to wouldn't be a care. Good, they they would not care. I don't know. I he's just, very he's gotten very political lately since he got out of jail. I mean, I don't know. I maybe what if the what if the party was at capacity? 
You know what? <laughs> he already. It was a party that they couldn't. He said he was he was trying to pull up to DJ Mustard set and the party was at capacity supposedly, and that's why they won't let him in. But like, what? What if it wasn't anything having to do with race or politics? What if, what if the party was really at capacity? Come on, man. As much money as Meek brings homies. to Vegas when he I'm performs saying, and like, stuff, really, you can't let one. You can't let Meek in the building. Come on now. I mean, wait. What's which beach is that though? The Cosmo is that like Dre's or um, which one is that? Cosmopolitan. Yeah, like what's the name of their little beach club? I'm not sure. Me neither. Because if it's Dre's, they let anybody in Dre's. Like I don't think it's. I don't. I definitely don't don't think think it was Dre's. I like Dre's. I think I'm saying it because I wish I was at Dre's right now (laughs) in Chicago, (laughs) watching everybody's stories. You know. Water and heat. Yeah. I'm sitting here getting wet in the rain, but you know it's okay. How was everybody's Memorial Day? First of all, what? Well, good. we barbecued and the food was good, so I, yeah, I was glad I seen it. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't see not one of y'all. It's oh, I was gonna I had to work though. That rain, so, like, yeah, that rain right. threw it off. Like, it was a whole. And it was a tornado it, that was rain, by me. It, there was no tornado by me. There was <laughs> rain. The tornado was near me. We had ribs. We had chicken. We had potato salad. Dang. We had spaghetti. We had um, like brats. We had turkey ones. I was about to make some greens, but I was like, you know what? Mm. I'm gonna do that for my friend friends. You, you know, not just like a you know, now we need yeah. having a party. We had like five bottles of alcohol. It was really, really amazing, you know. And, Y'all was um, drunk a little bit? A lot of it. A lot of it? <laughs> a lot of it. It was it was really nice, you know. Everybody came through. I was satisfied in a number of ways. So, you know, it was great. It was even lit without us. Yeah, you ain't miss us. You ain't miss us. You had five was, bottles. You had all that I was looking around the entire time. Okay, you know the commercial of the little dogs. And they were like, in the eyes of the angel. I was looking out my window for my team. I'm sorry, Nitty. But I do live on the north side. So, you know, that is something I have to take into account. But I'm, it's still unexcusable. My whole street was flooded. We had to use boats to even get. Yeah, I was kayaking the out there. Yeah, it was so flooded. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of kayaks, there's a man who's missing from a kayaking trip that he took. I feel bad for his family. Oh my god, that's so sad. Yeah, he uh, his car was found a few days after he was. It was May 18th, I believe, and then they found his car a few days later, and still have not found the young man. But mm. this is a rule of thumb when the weather. <laughs> It's not sunny. Stay in the house or stay away from the water. Where was he at? It's mm-hmm. on my rule of thumb. Another place. It wasn't Chicago. What was his ethnicity? Not that that's important. You already know it's important. How <laughs> <laughs> many black people you know for to go kayaking? <laughs> not that many. That's well, I've done it and it's a lot of fun. It is. But fun. if the sun's not out, you will not find me on the kayak. We should be in a lake. Oh, he was in a dark. He, yeah. No, I think it might have just been wavy. What lake was he in? He was in the lake. Listen, I don't got all the details. Oh, okay. I just well, know you the brought first it up like you just. Knew I just say story. I feel bad for him. You know, like <laughs> don't go near water. That's like the people who get on bikes and they're like, oh yeah, I can fight the Lake Michigan when the water is going onto the pavement, and they get sucked into the water. You know, it's just like why would you even put yourself in that position? Well, like five people died trying to count, uh, climb Mount Everest. Hmm. What? 
they they died. It was too many people trying to climb it at once or what something. Oh, so it was too wait, much. Wait, wait, wait. How, many, how, how could it be too I'm many just, people? We were mentioning stuff. Trying so. to climb a Because <laughs> I was like, I would never die doing that. But they, they got like a, <laughs> I would I never die doing that. Come on out. And they said it was like a traffic jam on Mount Everest. That's like people trying to get up it. Yeah. Y'all and they were falling trails. off. Uh, what was they doing up there? What? Survival of the fittest. That was literally a game of survival. Natural selection, right there. What was that? What was they, they were doing? taking selfies. They were climbing. Yeah. What do you mean? They were trying to get to the like top. Taking, like that's why I was taking. They didn't make it. Stopping, taking pictures, selfies, and all that. Uh, they so. was taking See, selfies. Okay, so let's I know that part. I almost felt sorry. This <laughs> is a, a moment to <laughs> talk about uh, mental health. Yeah, and uh, self help. We don't got to ask what ethnicity they were. We don't, but you know, <laughs> just in case there are some ninjas of us, you know, I like saying ninjas. I doubt it. If there are some of us who are like, hey, today I want to go climb Mount Everest. <laughs> if you see a good 17 people in one spot, don't do it. You can't make it. You're not going to make it. Go rock climb at Export Fitness where there's a cushion at the bottom of that. Period. Or if, what's another one? Or if you want to skydive, go to the iFly. Stay safe go to places where there are people who can catch you if you fall not a place where if you, you fall, fall you did you can't find your remains i'm just trying to figure oh, it's so out sad. Like, you never you know when they, when they say planes crash into each other like in the sky like don't do that brandon uh, how, do, how do you have <laughs> what a type of conversation we have right oh, now uh, very, very, um, <laughs> it should be more emotional than it is right now i think but um i'm just trying to figure that out like, cool. brandon stop thinking about it because now you got me thinking about how I they can't. were running into each other <laughs> off a mountain like stop laughing okay i'm done after i seen one fall though i probably would have been like oh i'm gone i'm going back down y'all i can't People was just dying and they probably was just still climbing. Just a quick topic change, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then we're talking about dying. Um, this saying. war on abortion, they need to stop playing. People, they, this is the land of the free, okay? If people don't <clears throat> want to have a baby, regardless of how they got incepted with the child, like if they don't want it, it's their choice, it's their body, and it's a bunch of. Republican, conservative Republican men and they silly wives making these decisions for us, an entire country. I don't think it's okay. They're saying like heartbeats and they say they they say now that you have to cremate the aborted baby. Like they don't even want you to just. I don't know what they do with them. In Indiana, they just put that law into effect. Yeah, like cremate. It's yeah, not that's even close to home. That's too close. To it's home. essentially. But that's also a red state, so, so it's not the like the cost of. Of the abortion, because now, like, the facility is going to have to charge the people, the the, the the couples or the woman getting the abortion. They're going to have to charge them for the cremation fee and all that. Are you Or they're going to have to come out of pocket for it. Cremations so, cost, like, $350. Oh, my God. You And the woman has to pay for this, the cremation? They're going either either the patient going to have to pay to get the get the, uh, get the the aborted baby cremated or the facility will have to pay for it. And if they have to pay for it, then... Obviously, their expenses going to go up. More facilities going to close. Abortions going to become less and less. You know so what else is funny? Why is this attack on women right now? Yeah, that's crazy. It's been an attack on women. Why is this it like just new. an attack It's right not now. new. I mean, especially for the black woman. I mean, it, it's not new for mm. women to be the target of anything. And I feel like the feminist movement has a lot to do with it. Because they feel like if you want to be a man, you need to act like... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's, it's a, lot a lot of women in office, too, right now. I think that maybe has a lot to do with it, too. I think it's disrespectful. And if I had a superpower, it would be to kill 
kill Ooh. off all the bad people. And when y'all say bad people, huh? Oh, I thought you were going to say kill off all the. I can't say none of that because I'm not trying to go to jail. I'm not trying to have them come to my radio show and no. they hear, <laughs> this is nationally syndicated. They're going to be like, what? You, huh? We ain't mean it. We ain't mean what'd you say, Nitty? <laughs> Nitty's knocker? We, we heard you. So, you know, I'm not saying just the bad people. You know, we don't need a world of bad people. Because yeah. bad people make bad decisions. And I mean mentally, you know, like people really, make very jacked up decisions because yeah. of how they feel in their head. Like if it's not you dealing with it, like you're not me, Keith, Mo, Brandon, Hitta. Y'all are not me. So why should y'all make a decision for me? Same with y'all. Like I, nobody should be able to make a decision for another adult. Unless this is your child, you know, like between the years of you raising them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. I'm very, very dissatisfied. So, I mean, so, what, what, like, so what is the solution? So, like, you, I mean, teen pregnancy is not going in. Well, it's already it's down because nobody want to have babies nowadays. I mean, I mean what the yeah, word? like, what, what is the what really is the solution like, for doing this? Like, I mean, that's what, what I'm saying. It's a complete something attack. Ha- something happens. Well, like somebody get pregnant that's not that doesn't intend to get pregnant, and then they want to. They gotta have a baby now. Like, is that is that the only alternative to the, all of this? It's gonna be a lot of baby mamas and baby dads. That's what I'm yeah. trying to understand. Like, what's the? How does this work? Because let's say that these people, I don't think people will stop getting pregnant. So now you have a crisis of like poverty, or you know what I'm saying? Like, what if they're having kids and they can't take care of them? I think now, I think now they're just gonna watch who they have kids by and use protection. Which is More. what we need to do. See, there we go with the the. Solution. I mean, that's another perspective of it, but that's I just feel like it's going to the drastic measure of trying to do that, like. Yeah, there's other like ways to, to implement that. Like, yeah. do more sex education in schools. Do more things like that. I used to get paid Don't to go to the strict the rights from people. Or yeah, Marie, you or know. or practice substance. They should have classes on substance in school or something like that. That's not even people don't even know what that means. Substance, abstinence. Abstinence. <laughs> I know substance. We got substance. We got substance on this. But yeah, abstinence. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm definitely thinking nothing. Twice before I hit raw, like for sure, for That's sure. That's random. Gotta gotta think twice. You gotta think twice. But we're gonna go ahead and lighten the mood a little bit more. I'm grateful for that solution. Don't be having sex with everybody. You heard yeah. it from the man himself. He said, "Wrap it up." And watch who you laying up with, which is facts anyway. Because, and that goes into our topic today of cutting people off. You know what I'm saying? You might have to cut a lot of people mm, off. That's the same. Wow, today. look at that. Hey. But let's go ahead and get into cut some it. music with Marie the DJ right here on Nitty Snacker. Oh, Marie. This Chicago. It's Mo Better, and if you missed the show this week, visit nitty'snocker.com for recent episodes and more. I never met Elon, but I drove a Tesla. Mm-hmm. You ain't as real as we. My will the beast. To steal, how they steal and still feel the heat. I might just kill the beat. This really weak. We smoke five or six woods, so yeah, we really weak. And it's about five or six guns, so we ain't 
Ringing the bell like I'ma kick a pot. Up in church, but you eat Saint Laurent. I came through the back, but you came through the front. Walk inside the club, I need ten hundred one. Got a white bitch, I'm sipping dark. Can't get another ticket, I can't park this shit. Yo, shit like this shit, this shit got pockets. I just popped two clips, I turned to narcissist. Big soldier with a hundred shoes. She give me next, she wrapped her head to do it. Look, left hand on my toilet, right hand on her booty. I just got your bitch up in the dark again. Yo, I got some pink, really not no Pocasets. Hit the strip club, I'm tryna work up shit. But she doing real drill, doing lines and now. Need some real drill, not no talent now. Friend, now tell me what you want. You ain't got no donut, tell me what you want. I need a number.
drinking yesterday a lot a lot a lot a lot (laughs) so we had some stolen rum you remember stolen rum the smoked whiskey remember they used to sponsor all the little events we used to do so you know they don't really exist here anymore Mm -hmm. for whatever reason and I, i was very hurt because that was my sponsor and i'm like man that was some good 42 proof or what did i say that right 84 proof is what it is 42% 84 proof And it had this smoked taste to the whiskey So you drink it with like pineapple juice Or ginger beer Super cold Well I had a lot of that yesterday And I had some Patron And I had some 1800 And I had some Chardonnay And I had some uh, Moscato uh, Some Sprite Clean Clean Sprite Uh some Dr. Pepper, because you know I love me some Dr. Pepper. All right. Let's wrap this up. You asked me what I had. Mm-hmm. Man, I think you was going to give me the whole, like... From- Look, I'm trying to just hip you to it. Marie, go ahead and find a, um, an instrumental, because we have the amazing El Hitta. Hey. Go, go off. <laughs> right. I wish I, I got to get sound effects, because that would have been super yes. big. Like, you got a uh, hand clap thing or something on, on there? ready for their freestyle. <laughs> So we have Alheda here in the building I'm very excited Um, I'm very grateful that he reached back out to me When I asked him if he likes to be on the show That always means the world to me When I can get my peoples up in here People we listen to, the people we grow with And it's very, very exciting to have you So welcome To the Nitty's Knocker family Or the Unigang Happy to have you here Thanks. I'm very welcome to be here. <laughs> Period, Pooh. <laughs> valid. I'm going to start saying valid. I've already yeah, made that a yeah, thing. I'm yeah, valid. valid. Yeah. Right? It sounds yeah. good, right? Yeah. Men, women sounds unisex, you know? Yeah. Valid. valid. Yeah, I think we need something needs to replace, period. Valid. Valid. We're we doing it right now. It's valid. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's valid. So, Marie is going to go ahead and uh, get you started with your... I put these um, on. Yeah, so you can hear it. <clears throat> I don't know what she didn't pick, what sauce she didn't pick for you, but you know you gotta go crazy. Okay. Uh. Hit her. Go. Uh. Uh. I ain't fucking up Up the pole blasting duck But that's that imp- You say I can't curse Hey do your thing Alright cool Stop <laughs> me over Stop me over <laughs> He say you know what We got to start all the way over Ah uh. Hit him 
Go. Kinda fighting ain't backing up. Up the pole pass and duck finesse that bitch and play that role. I bet she won't be acting up. Stake him if he acting tough. Patty cake, clap him up. You niggas never heard of me or seen me. Dragon nut, got a pair of everything. Pair of hoes, pair of shoes, pair of trues. You and him together, y'all a pair of fools. Finna go and do a drill. Time to go prepare the tools. Grab the Mac and put it to your chest like a pair of boobs. Told the cup. Couple bad bras, 12 what I'll rank y'all Making shit splatter on the wall Like a paintball, hoes what you can't call Never got on blank draws Big shit, I pick the ground up and make a tank fall Uzi make them bangle shake Ball until my ankle break Seven shots with the K, they gotta reconnect his face Head up for president, it's wartime on election day Fuck the ops that want me out the way Here's the confession, wait, we killed your mans, I understand Getting money was the plan When bro and them cracked their skull, it sounded like a Pepsi can We ain't Okay, look, he said. No, listen. And and break. And go. <laughs> and go. go <laughs> okay, Marie, you could cut it. You could cut it. You could cut it. Okay. okay All right. That's fair. You say you could call them twelves. Valid. Valid. I'm a twelve. Period. Valid. Yeah. But it's always gonna be so hard to switch that up. So, your rap style is so unique. It's so unique. When I first heard the Aya song, I'm just like, yo, he's really like singing his heart out, but also really saying some real stuff at the same time. What am inspired your your style? My struggle, what I've been through, and once I like when I started rapping, I started rapping about things that I didn't have, and people looked at me like, okay, yeah, you got it, but as far as like the wordplay, but do you actually got this? And then I sat back and I thought about that for like three, four days. And I'm like, do I really got that? And I'm like, I don't want to ever feel how that person made me feel again just by saying that. So I'm like, I'm just finna talk about the real and what I go through. And that's what it was, you feel me? It went hard. Every song did too. And um, there's one song, I can't remember the name of it, but you were talking about how you were asking people for things and they just weren't giving them to you. Yeah, all the time. Like I was, I was one of them kids in the hood that like I wasn't like a a nobody, but I was one of the. Let me see. I'm, I was one of the number one kids that wasn't getting looked at like that, like paid attention to in the hood. So everybody was just looking at it like it was gonna be a, you know, okay, he rapping. All right, it is what it is. And by me being from the hood, I expect from. I was expecting like everybody to believe me in me. So you had a handful, but wasn't nobody trying to put me in the studio. I had to stand on that corner and get myself where I needed to be. And I ain't mind doing that. That's why I stayed humble even though I was in the streets. I went in the streets to harm people. It was for survival. So I, I had to get it on my own. Yeah. I feel like um, the, more, the, like, the, the more attention you got and the farther you got in your career, then you started, people, people started paying attention like, oh, yeah, he is taking it serious. Oh, he is. Now they want to put you in the studio. Now they want to do this. Now they want to do that. So, like, are you able to separate real from fake now because you able to see who was there before you started being mm -hmm. on and stuff like that? Yeah, like, I ain't going to lie. Like, like I, I I never forget. Well, sometimes, I, like, I'll be, I be, I be, I smoke weed. So, I, so sometimes I can, I can, Tends to forget certain things, but I would never forget who been who 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 treated me like crap. You feel me? So it's like, even if I rock with you like this, even if you treated me this type of way, 
And like sometimes I, I I forget things, you know. And if I bring you back around, like it's it, it's for a reason to you know just to see what's really really to you. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. even though I'm, even though I, I still can't rock with you, like how you think I want to rock with you, I still bring you around because I always taught. I, I was always taught you got to keep your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like and I and I be I be by myself a lot to keep stuff like that in my head and and you know because it's too much going on out here. So what hood are you from? I know you're from the west side. Yeah, I'm on Chicago Avenue in Trumbull. Period. Yep. You want to know where I'm from? My mama always tell me I can't claim it, but I'm going to do it anyway because I can. <laughs> I'm from close to K-Town. I'm from L-Town. Mm-hmm. It's Madison and Laurel, you know. I got to yell at dudes, get off my mama car, you know what I'm saying? I get off the school bus. So how was it being because you know what they say about west side is like oh west side is dirty west side is this mm-hmm. and that and it's something i never really understood because it's like you don't go to the west side you don't really understand the the dynamic of it so how is it for you being a west side rapper and how people might pin something on you that might not be true um one thing i can't say when you doing this music stuff you got to have thick skin and before i blew up like I was trying all see I I was I was one of them kids I didn't have like what the average kid had as far as like clothes. So once I started getting a little bit of income, I started wearing certain things and I thought it'd look good and it may not look good to them. So my pictures are do like 1.3k likes and you know stuff like that just because of what I got on. Like people not there to like support me and be happy for me. They like to, to talk about me. So it's like I didn't. I didn't look at at that no type of way because, I, like I say, I struggled. Can't nobody make me feel no better than I can make myself feel, mm-hmm. and I and I always kept that in my head, and I just grew up with it. So it's like now I just, I just, I just look at it. You know, I see everything. Like I read all my negative comments in my videos, and I just, I just look at it and I laugh. It just, I just got to keep going harder because. If 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 a person down here and they see a person up there and they really doing something with themselves, they're gonna do anything while they down here to make that person feel like that's what they you know where they at. So it's like I don't I don't pay attention to it. It's uh, it's crazy. So like when I first heard your song, oh yeah, like that was the first time I heard a beat like that. Like then the way you float on mm-hmm. the piano, and I didn't know what to think about. I was like, I don't dislike this song, but I ain't never heard nobody rap. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. on a beat like this before. Mm-hmm. I remember one day I was drunk. I was I was messed up. We was coming back <laughs> inebriated, south, coming down, uh, coming down Lake Shore, and like I don't know what I was thinking about, but that piano just hit different. So I felt the song different, you know. So now I, I like the song. Is sometimes you got to be in a different mind or mood to, to for a song to hit. But like, yeah, I like the song. And like, you came out with a video, and you was you was really into like performing and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like, I don't. I feel like you got the energy to really uh-huh. be in this game because you like you perform and I, a lot of these rappers don't perform. Like, yeah. You really put your all into whatever show. I, whatever I, whenever I see you perform like a video or something like that, you put your all into it. That come from just like you finally here. Like where, where did that, the energy come from? Well, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. My energy came from my nervousness. My first show I ever did, I was nervous, and then that and that caused the that caused the crowd to react to me. How I wanted them to react to me, like look at me. I'm not. I'm not finna feel no type of way because y'all just sitting right there looking. That means y'all listening to me. So after I seen all that, like I, I, I was nervous, and it, and it caused me to do all type of certain moves and and 
It's fun. It's funny though, it. but it worked because I'd be like, "Hey, he getting it?" Because yeah. I remember you. There was an event. Um, I was kind of like there for the first half of the event, and you came later. At SL, what was the name of it, Marie? SLR. SLR. And I didn't get to see your performance in person, but I was watching the videos after, and I was like, "Who is this lunatic?" Like, <laughs> I love this, and I was just like, energy, you know. And, you know, from that day, Marie is actually the one who told me she was like, stay on him, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm just like, one day, you know, and it's just like all about timing and everything, because I could have reached out before and things like that. But I like to see people when they and they Mm -hmm. they prime, you know, and with you saying that you literally don't use social media as a negative, that's powerful because most artists and um, any creative that you know I know even myself sometimes I look at those comments and sometimes I'm just like hold on like why would they say that or but instead of looking at it like okay true that's how you feel Mm -hmm. you know and I think that's like really powerful so shout out to you for just being like uh, powerful in the way you choose to present your art Um, and it'll definitely make people look you know it'll definitely be like what's going on at that stage at Lala Mm -hmm. like I'm going over there because Mm -hmm. Look at how he look at his his gestures and his things like energy. that, and that makes it different. That's what makes uh, art unique to me is when the artist can really, really like change the storyline of what it means to be a rapper. For sure, as an artist, um, because you are like so different. Uh, is there anybody that you like draw <clears throat> any type of inspiration in your sound or artist that you you know look up to or anything you know as far as like. And, and putting it into your creativity and your music. Um. Um. As far as my humbleness, I look before I started rapping. G Herbo was out, and I, you know, looked up to him. I'd be watching his interviews and stuff, and I'm like, oh, well, that. I feel like that's a cool way to be. So I, I ran with that. And as far as like my in my energy. Only person I can see like listening all oh, year, I can, I can hear Michael Jackson on that, and it's like I just I don't know. I just try to make my music like that, you know. Yeah. So Michael Jackson, he definitely is a. I can know, feel that. Right now, I can feel that. I was like, <laughs> like I wanted to know, like. Chance, Chance, the rapper favorite, one of his favorite artists that he drew a lot of inspiration from was Michael Jackson. So a lot of a lot of artists mm-hmm. definitely said they used to. Like, yeah. Inspiration from but it's yeah. different though. I feel like with the way you make music, like him on a remix, like if you take some Michael Jackson lyrics and put yeah. it on the all year, you know, and I feel what you're saying with that because he uses a lot of the same like gestures and uh-huh. tactics when he performs, like even the sounds he makes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so like, why is he scatting on the track and mm-hmm. stuff like that? So like that would definitely be something you should you know as you progress and um get into like your real zone because it's definitely still the beginning for you Mm -hmm. you know that'll be fire if you get the the right to use i agree i'm gonna listen to that one and one thing i feel like too and is the fact that you said michael jackson you know michael jackson music is across all ages it's across you know like you know races everything and i feel like that song oh yeah is like kids love that song like my nieces love that song it's grown people to love that song you know what I mean and it's just good that you know you you're creating you putting yourself in a lane to be across all you know these 
ages, you know, and uh, different ethnicities and stuff like that. And I think that that's really like setting yourself up real good, you know, as a start to not just mm-hmm. one dimensionalize yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can make music for the kids that the kids is going to love and you can make, you know, kids for the hood, too. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. What's the, like, what's the most exciting show you've done so far? You feel like. Mm, let me see. I did a show in Rockford. I ain't gonna lie. Like in, let me see. I did a lot of shows, but like this, like this show, like um, this is my first show, my first sold out show, and like it was, it was crazy. Like I didn't even know I had that that type of fan base in Rockford to sell my first show out. So it was like it was it was a different type of vibe. It was a different type of energy in when I walked into they into they facility facility that they booked me in, you feel me? That's so, crazy. I was expecting you to say something else. I wasn't expecting you to say Rockford. Yeah. Be, it's the small places that count though. That's like the real, real true energy. And you know, your come up did you think this soon that you would be performing all over the country the way you are? Because you have been everywhere. Yeah, I never like I did, but I, I wasn't expecting this this fast. Like, it's been less than a year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just, it, it haven't hit me yet. But I'm just embracing myself, you know, when it do hit me. That's what's up. It's definitely a blessing, you know, to be able to, to see what your birthing just grow mm-hmm. like that. So, like, I mean, you can't ever say too many times how proud you are of somebody coming from what people might consider the worst or the trenches mm-hmm. and... You know, and I think that's what's unique to um, to just um, black artists in general. You know, like most black artists come from very, very uh, traumatizing places. They come from places of a lot of pain and seeing things they don't want to see and uh, experiencing things that they shouldn't experience mm-hmm. at a young age. And it just really, really makes for a, a better story, a better mm-hmm. um interview even or anything you know it just really makes your like if you ever wrote a book about your first year as an artist it was probably sell out because you have all these other kids reading this book like I grew up like like Hitta, I want to I want to be like him mm-hmm. so let me read his guide on how to and you know I'm giving you tips you know I'm putting you yeah. <laughs> sauce I like them there, tips. you know what I'm saying but it's just like you know expanding it beyond just a musical thing you know and when you have impact and power like that it's so important to just give back in the best way possible, even keeping your enemies close. Because mm-hmm. eventually they might not even be an enemy no more. They might really end up having true love for you because they can see mm-hmm. what's going on. People will judge you from a book, you know, like, oh, this how he moved, da-da-da. But then they like, actually, he's like a really cool person. Why was mm-hmm. I ever tripping on this person? So that's, a, you know, you got a lot of really good, I feel like you got a lot of pe- good people around you who like help helps you you know mm-hmm. produce a mindset like that because that's a very powerful mindset. How old are you? I'm 24. Period. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. <laughs> so, um, very unique question. Um, so I'm like really into like unicorns. When you think of a unicorn, what comes to your mind? Um, magic. Okay. Yeah, magic. Dreams because you're not gonna see a unicorn with your own eyes. You'll see it with your eyes closed, and that's dreaming. And what you does know? your unicorn look like? My unicorn is humble, unique, 
and my unique don't. I mean, my my um, uh, excuse me, my um. What's that thing? What's horn. this? That's the little horn <laughs> thing. My, Your uh, antenna. Yeah. <laughs> my um unicorn don't got a horn. It's just like a regular horse. So it's, and that's that. And that's kind of. I'm really glad that that's what you said because when you say it's humble, it's unique, and it don't have the actual horn. You're talking about yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're the magic in the room. You know. So like, I really be pushing people. You know, like now you unigang. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like a thing of like really understanding your radiance and yeah. your power in the room and you really radiate rooms when you walk into them it, it lights up the energy is just like so happy people are not angry mm-hmm. when they see you and that's just a very magical thing and don't ever hide your magic because clearly it's getting you to the next level Mr. Unicorn Man <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean that was my little unique question what's your favorite color also um it's red period valid yeah, we got a lot to work on. Clearly, <laughs> red is a, is a piece of valid. pink. It kind of works, you know. <laughs> we twin in a little bit. It's in the same family. Keith, did you want to ask anything? Uh, I was out the room for a little bit, so I don't know if y'all asked this, but what's uh like when you're in the studio and you get ready to create a song? Like, what's your process like? Okay, I don't write music at home. I write music high. I feel I'm feeling in the studio all year. I wrote at home, but mm-hmm. after that, I just wrote in the studio. Yeah. No. So do home. you use like a pen, or you coming off like you just? Yeah, I, I just, I just going like I sit in the studio. Even if I don't make a song, I can't say I sit in the studio and vibe out the beats. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like I don't now. I just don't want to throw anything on on wax, yeah. regardless if it's. I think it's good. I want everything to be perfect, you know? Because you got more people yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the personality I got, I just feel like uh, everything now just need to be perfect. You yeah. feel me? So. So Is that a personal perfection thing or a social perfection? Social. Mm. So, in a sense, there are things. So, you don't look at people's comments and things to determine your social presence. No. You base it all on what you're doing yeah. and what you think would be good yeah. for your social and, presence. And sometimes I take the negatives and, and I run with it. Like, if it's, like if it's, if it's real negative, I, I will run with it. Like, I'm not doing this right. So, in, that, in this comment, I would try to do that right. You know? I just... You know? So you kind of like use it and try to be like use it constructively. Yeah. You try to just be like, All right, instead of it. yeah, instead of trying to go back and forth with the person. That's real. That's yeah. Real. I like that. No. Hmm. Anything else? I don't have any. I mean, my question is be. What like so? What do you? What's your favorite trip? Look, that's why I want to. Where do you want to go on vacation? Like, what's, what's like the, the ideal vacation spot for you? <laughs> Um, I not like to be honest. Like I never really had a a type of dream car, mm-hmm. a dream none of that. I just always just said I can't wait to just start doing stuff. Cause yeah. I just felt my life was boring. Well, I think you should go to this one place, and um, I think we should take a group trip. It's in the Philippines. It's called <laughs> Unicorn Island, <laughs> <laughs> and they have pink and purple 
umbrellas on the whole beach and then the shallow waters it's like inflatable play land. like but it's adults and stuff you know but mm-hmm. they have all of the slides and like the thing you jump on and it throw you into the water even further and it's in the Philippines and I'm just like why not you know What's the artist you want to work with? Look, he said instantly, we're not Hello. talking about Unicorn <laughs> Island no more. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm trying to get the good questions out of the way before, we, before I forget. Um, I would like to work with all Chicago artists. Because um, I ain't got no beef or none of that. You know, I ain't, you know I'm, I'm trying to chase what I need to chase. You feel me? So... I would like to work with all Chicago artists that got something going for themselves. You know? Mm-hmm. And... Um. Oh, I want to work with Bruno Mars too, man. Uh, yeah. Wow, you have a great collection of people that inspire you and that you. Yeah. Want. Why Bruno? It's just, it's just, it'll be a different look for me. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be normal. I wouldn't be labeled the average rapper. No, I feel young that. rapper. No. Y'all energy would match too. I've been to one of his mm-hmm. concerts. He got a lot of energy, man. <laughs> Bruno goes in. He got fireworks on the stage. That's, it was scaring me. I ain't going to lie. That stuff was going on. I'm like, oh. Wait, somebody. I'm Chicago, nigga. I'm like, my track, my extension. Please keep the fire away. It blew up. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. But yeah, he got some real good energy. I can see that. So I know that um, you are creating projects and things right now is there anything that you can give us a little tea on mm. um, you know can't say much but you know whatever you can say <laughs> it would be awesome to know what you have going on um, I'm working on my next project um, I just dropped a project in December it was called um, Oh Nobody Nothing and I chose to name my album Prove Them Wrong because by me naming that tape, oh nobody none, people think like, oh well, he ain't trying to give up, he ain't trying to get nobody none, he gonna fall off and he gonna be this and he gonna be that. He's selfish and so now I gotta go hard and and I proved him wrong. Mm. That's what's up. I like the name of that. Prove him wrong. Mm-hmm. All twenty nineteen. All twenty twenty. All the rest of your life. Cause that's that's the <laughs> a big rule of thumb, you know. And it don't mean you gotta hate nobody either. It's just like, you know what? It's okay that you think this. Use it as motivation mm-hmm. Right That's just how you feel That's not how I feel mm-hmm. So I think that's really Really important When is slated to come out? Um A couple months A couple months mm-hmm. You got some Some features lined up Some good features and all that Me yeah. Nitty on the track Yeah Nitty on the beat <laughs> 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 Um I ain't gonna lie no, I'm just I'm like I'm Ain't just no too I'm just too trying to fo- like focus on me. Yeah. Not saying if that opportunity come, I wouldn't you know take it. But I, it's, it's styles of working on self, yeah. and I'm still you working on need, myself. You don't need you no know? feature to make your yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that. No, that's that's honor. Well, I'm excited to hear it all. Mm-hmm. How can people keep up with you during um, the process? Everything on social media is L Hitter. If you don't know how to spell that, that's E L H I T T A. You know? L Hitter. Ah. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. That's valid. valid. Yeah. Well, we're going to go ahead and get into some jams from L Hitter. And when we get back, we will be talking about how to cut them people's off. Cut them off. Right here on Nitty Snacker.
Chicago.
out, you just okay. kidding. Hundred round drum, let it rip on tandem. Spoke to the blue on my plate, then we dine in. Bitch, that you can't stand me, I'm like a stand up. I hate a nigga or a bitch or a bird with a hand out. Bitch, I'm the shit, I'm the stand out. Crew move the same, we a band out. Sister, like, we take the air out. You might have thought they was dancing. I'm up for 38 landing. Feel like I tell her I'm through his shit. Niggas be hoes and I do they bitch. Never been done, never knew Cupid. Make so much more than your pasta for ab. I'm talking money, they talking about gas. Boy, what's that shit that you smoking in gas? Now she can't kick it, kick it to your ass. Ay, bitch, get out of here. Hey, it's Nitty. Tune in during the 7 o'clock hour of Nitty's Knocker for the Unicorn Gospel. Weekly advice with a splash of glitter. Listen on Q4.org. Yeah, yeah, uh. Young C, oh, I'm shook. Uh. Do I want to be shook, though? I don't know why he's... Y'all know he said he was legally blind when he hit those people at Tams. And it didn't work. Wow. Shook had some good moments in Well, if you got... Look, I had this video I did when I went to L.A. And I went over to Kendrick's neighborhood. And we started over by Kendrick House. And we went to Tams, which is a restaurant out there that Kendrick Lamar saw two murders or something of that sort in that area. It's also where Suge Knight recently, remember when he hit hit those people? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the yeah, set yeah. of uh, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, he hit those people and they he said he was legally blind, <clears throat> but he wasn't. Like, it didn't work because you're yeah. not legally blind. Right? <laughs> a nice try though. He was on video. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys just heard some bangers. Some valid bangers mm-hmm. from El Hidden in the studio. And now I just want to go ahead and jump into our conversation piece this week, which is about cutting people off. And I like for this to be a like gathered conversation because I feel like everybody has a certain way that they know how to get rid of things that are not good for them. So every day, you know, especially this week, I've been thinking about a lot of stuff with like guys I date or like friends that I've had and some family members who have just like overdone it and I'm just like how do you cut how do I cut these people off but still stay true to myself you know or you're not coming out of yourself to make them feel bad for being who they are you know mm-hmm. you're not just, doing it out of spite you're doing right. it for yourself mm-hmm. and what I've realized is the best way that it's been working for me since I've been just practicing it is to just reach out to the person who is making me feel uncomfortable or making me feel like I have to let them <clears> go <throat> and just saying hey you know Maybe you should try this. Like, let's. It's, if it's a toxic person, like, oh, I need help all the time. I need this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. They just draining you, right? They're not necessarily a bad person, but they just draining you because they always asking you for something. <clears throat> you know, maybe give a piece of advice, be like, hey, you know, I can't help you like this, but maybe you should try this. I love you. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I said it to a few different people. Got a response from about fifty percent of them. Some of them blocked me. You know, but it's just like at that point, you know that there's nothing you've done wrong if you still come with some type of solution to the issue, you know. Um, So how do you guys deal with cutting people off or have you cut off people who are not good for you? Um, I ain't gonna lie, like all the people who I I ever had around me, who I thought was good 
wait. Okay, I'm a kind-hearted person. And everybody that I felt was around me was good once upon a time. So it's like once I reached a certain point in my life and people started doing that, people started looking at me a certain type of way. But so I didn't get mad. Don't get me wrong about me being a kind-hearted person. If I, I felt some type of way because like, I'm like, damn, I never thought these people would look at me this type of way. So it's like I just stay humble and just start writing about it in my music. Not to make a person feel like it's about you, but to like make it like the world can, you know. So I just I just stay humble and just express you myself. You just make it relatable through music. Yeah. So do you necessarily stop talking to these people who do Mm-mm. these things, or you just... I just know how to play them. Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't react at all. I just, if I see something, I peep it and just go about my business, you feel me? And what if it's someone who's warranting? I'm playing devil's advocate right now. What if it's somebody who's literally wanting a reaction from you, and they just keep pressing, like... I mean, that goes... Back. It's like... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a just keep remaining humble until you push that button. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like touch me or something, or or disrespect one of my immediate loved ones, like my sisters, brothers, and like you know, because we all came from the same place and they represent me. So it's like I gotta go hard for them. You know. I feel that. Yeah. Y'all yeah. know how to cut people off. I mean, it's a. It's a struggle. Like I feel like I still struggle with that with that stuff uh, a lot. Like I feel like there's people in my life who, if not cut them off, I need to put distance between myself and them. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, whether it be negativity or uh, you know, just they not they don't give me that energy that I feel like I they don't reciprocate that energy that I feel like I give out, mm. and I be like, I I know what I'm getting from you, so now it's on me to be smart enough to like. To uh, to like decide what it is I'm gonna give you, or like how much energy I'm gonna give you, and all that. Cause like you, at a certain point, you know what you're getting from another person. Like I know Joe over here on the block gonna be doing this, and I know how he gonna be like this and that. Like once you figure that out, then it's up on you to be like, all right, this is how I'm gonna deal with that person. Same thing that Hitter said. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna deal with you accordingly, and then I can move from there. Now if you take it a step further. And we gotta go there, then we'll go there, and that that'll lead to me cutting you off, mm-hmm. or whatever repercussions. But like, you know, I just, feel I feel like unless somebody's just like really out to maliciously get you, like their whole purpose in life is to make your life miserable, then by all means, like cut them off. But I feel like everybody gonna be fooled to some extent. You gonna be fooled. You gonna be me pointing over here, me. Like, <laughs> like Brandon, I think you're just talking about yourself. <laughs> no, like, you even, gonna be you fool. Like, like, but see, that's what. So sometimes, like, I may need somebody to talk to, and you got something going on, and like, you see me calling, you'll be like, I had a long day at work. I don't feel like talking to nobody. <laughs> And I ignore that call. Me. Fool. Like, you know what I'm saying? But we all have our moments. That's not like, food, though. That's food. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's, I that's, need but, you. But, that's, but we we can't be there for everybody that... You but know if you mean? send a text and be like, I really need to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. You know Come on, now. Right, don't play that. You got to give up that example. No, but I'm saying, though, it's always going to be a moment where, like, you can't be the best friend. You could be, and somebody might look at them like, dang, they ignore me. Or, like, dang, I feel some type of way because they wasn't there for me when I wanted them to be. Yeah. We all going to have moments like that as, as, as human beings. That's what I'm saying. So, like, now if that happens repeatedly, then it's okay. I can't rely on that person. But, like, sometimes you got to just evaluate who this person is in your life. Like, if this person is there for you majority of the time, like, yeah, that's somebody you want to keep around. 
that's somebody who's there for you just like eh, and they when it's convenient for them mm-hmm. it's like you gotta know how to like navigate but like cutting people off like but it's not just people too just so I put that out there it's not just necessarily about cutting people off whatever it's just it is, about huh? cutting things yeah in general out of your life that because you know, I feel like it's something that everybody just feels like we can do so well mm-hmm. people off, but it's still a case of like man like that's what I'm I was a, gonna say. You know what's the, what's the word when it's like um, when you believe potential, you believe in the potential of something. Yeah. So because you believe in that potential, you know your intuition is literally saying mm, you probably should walk the other way from that. But you continuously say, "What? Mm-hmm. It might." You know all of these in, like yeah. these uh, indefinite words, but it might, it could. Being an empathetic person, it'll cause you to like trying to make excuses for like why somebody is that uh-huh. way and then you'd be like well you know so and so like this this and that like and I find it easier to do that with family I was gonna say I don't know I feel like I'm pretty good at cutting off like f- friends and stuff like that like I mean just from history of what friends about boys just cut them off oh, okay but <laughs> family is hard chicken family's hard you, cut you know off. I can't chicken can chicken be hard head? too. No, chicken food. Food, chicken. I look at chicken every day like I'm gonna stop. <laughs> then I'll be like, but I'm not today. <laughs> and that's how it is with family. You be like, all right, I ain't messing with him. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it with my brother all the time. I'll be like, man, I am not messing with dude. Like mm-hmm. he getting on my nerves. Like you know. No, but I'll be feeling like that's the only really person that can really you know yeah, like family. family you care about <laughs> their opinions and stuff. You know, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like you actually care. People on the outside, it's like, okay, like, I don't know, I you just like make that decision to cut them off. Like, people, that's why I, they're I, not go ahead, go ahead. anybody you, you need, that, need, so you know. But your family, you need. So it's like you can't just be like, all right, I can't just be like, all right, I'm gonna cut my brother off, and I'm not gonna I mean, mess with my like, brother. Okay, people, that's why that's why abuse from family members happen so often and so long because people feel like, oh, this is my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so you allow. I know, I know, I know. You can cut that person off too, because if somebody is causing you repeatedly, like repeatedly emotionally or like abusing or making you feel some type of way, and this even if it's your, your family, like you gotta remove yourself from that situation. They're not gonna stop if you keep letting them do it. Mm-hmm. Or like some people, they know oh, this is my sister. She always gone. She gotta be there for me because this is my sister. So they're gonna keep doing what they're doing. They ain't gonna. That's change. true. You know a funny way that I cut a habit of one of my siblings. I know how to cut her habit off now. Of what she does. We lived together, and my makeup just began ran through. I spent money on my little stuff. I'm this gonna last me a whole year. Don't touch it, right? Mm-hmm. So now, I know she's gonna do it if I'm not home and if my door is open. So I just <laughs> lock my door, and she don't hate me. But now she's like, "Oh yeah, I probably shouldn't have been trying to go in her room anyway." You know what I'm saying? So it's like this is another a technique to even cutting situations off. You know, not necessarily a person. And I think that's kind of where I wanted to. Bring it all to is just like, you know, just know how to navigate the situation. Yeah, because I think too sometimes cutting people off can be running away from the situation in some right. instances too. Exactly. I mean, I just think it should be more adult of people, which I just really think is crazy nowadays that people don't talk. Like you have yeah, an issue, people just be like, "All right, I'm gonna hold this to myself. I'm not gonna yeah. say nothing. Mm-hmm. They gonna come to me and ask me it's what's a wrong." Very no, tough world man, we what live the heck? In. Say how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. I can't read your mind. Like not everybody is a person that can read cues, especially guys. Mm-hmm. But. That's <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I can't read a lot of cues. Look, are you offended? Like, <laughs> what I'm just saying, like, cues, not everybody picks up on those cues. <laughs> so it's like, you got to let me know. Like, if you feel in the way, just tell me. And I'd be like, man, I wasn't trying to make you well, feel that way. You get tired but then people want to just be all in their feelings, you nah, know? Now you get, what if, what if you've been saying the same thing for a minute and you just like, you know what? I just said this to, for the twentieth time. No, then man. listen. You, it's your decision after what's that. What's the song? Right. Just I mean, like Keith said, Kendrick, it's your decision. My favorite song by Kendrick Lamar is "Cut You Off." What song is that? Marie, can you look it up and download it? It's on YouTube or something. But oh, it's man. the song. I want to listen to it though. That's how we're gonna end the show <laughs> out like, today. I want to hear it. Right. No, but it's <laughs> it's a song that has such validity to it, mm-hmm. which is why I even wanted to talk about it because whenever I'm going through it with a person or a situation, I listen to that song. And it helps me just say, okay, you know what? You poo-poo, you tea, you turn down, you thirsty. Oh, yeah. Oh, facts. It's a powerful thing of just saying, look, I yeah, I love you. Yeah, you my cousin or whatever, but you tripping. Yeah. And I cannot deal with that And right that's now. okay to just tell people when they tripping. Yeah. Like, you tripping right now. And that, I think, yeah, and that's just kind of the overall of, you know, the moment of the unicorn gospel is just to really, really evaluate the situation versus the, the um, what is what's the word like the situation and not the entire story, like a situation or a chapter, right? Evaluate that chapter and not the entire book as it comes because if you just evaluate the book off of one summary on the back of it or over uh, overhead of what people have done to you, then you're gonna be very, very. Um, Trouble when it comes to letting go of certain things with people. But if you pay attention to the chapter you're in with that person or that thing, and what's how do you want that chapter to end? Do you want it to end on a bad note? Or do you want it to end on a solution? Do you want it to have a solution at the end of every chapter? Right. You know? And I feel like if we just take a little bit more time to do things like that, um, and I'm speaking to myself as well, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm growing every single day. I don't know everything. And even my mom said it after my birthday a few weeks ago. She was just like, I have to let you go and make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have to learn how to get rid of people. You have. And I was just like, you know what? You're right. So how am I going to evaluate people? And I've hung up these post-it notes on my walls, for real. And I write on them. And it's big, big post-it <clears throat> notes. And it's for different things. For Nitty's Knocker, for my future, for how I want to live, for my friends. And I write on these Posting notes, the pros and cons of every single thing. And it just helps me to be able to cut situations in and out of my life as Mm -hmm. they should come. But, you know, be careful, y'all, with the who you're sleeping with. Because that's a big deal, too. (laughs) Cut them off. You can sleep with toxicity. Mm -hmm. Even if it's protected, people think, oh, I put a condom on, I, I can't, like, whatever. No, soul ties are real. If somebody's like putting themselves inside of you in any way, you're connected. Mm. And you have to watch who you're connecting yourself with because then you'll bring babies into this world that you you are spiteful of, that you don't love. You know, like you bring in situations that you cannot control anymore because of what you decided to do prior to, you know, the birthing of something bigger. So, you know, cut them off, get rid of it. As it needs be, you know, hold on to the situations that make sense to hold on to, but let go of anything that is truly harmful to your growth. Sometimes cutting these women off be a little bit. Look, we're not going into that today. <laughs> it's a little bit. It ain't like impossible. Be like, you got to cut them off, bro. 
No, you, you gotta cut them off. I'm just saying, like, you, you know, sometimes you be like, oh, you know, that was a little fun or whatever. Like, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I'm just that's love. Y'all be on there, right? Keep yeah, on. I mean that's real. Like, right. If you enjoy something, oh yeah, I actually, oh yeah, it's gonna mm, be it's a situations. little bit more difficult. Actually, it wasn't that low. difficult. But you gotta for be self aware. Like, I got, uh, uh-uh, you gotta go. And it's like analyzing things too. Look, I don't know if it's just me. Like, she like, she no, nah, I could cut off anything. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. Uh, but analyzing why you chilling. can't do you analyze why you can't? Like, do you try to like be like, what is it? Is it just that you that's fun? No, you gotta be self aware. I mean, uh, you gotta be self aware. Is it only like, that it's fun? Or is it like other little stuff too? They probably look, go y'all, in. that's. Um, I mean, it, could be, it could be a number. That's the conversation for another day. What? I'm just saying, like, is another it personality time? too? Or, I mean. That's weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we, <laughs> we gotta get ready to pop out of the studio today. Thank you. Mr. Hitter, Mr. Unicorn Man, I'm gonna call you that. Oh you, yeah, you understand your magic. You understand oh, your radiance, yeah. and I'm grateful <laughs> for you to the highest extent of gratefulness. Mm-hmm. And until we do this next week, this is your squad, your team. Gang, Y'all gang. interested in having your music played? Just submit it to nittiesknocker.com. You can send it to Marie the DJ on Instagram. You can send it to any of the team, anybody associated with Nitty's Knocker. If you send us a message. The message will get through to somebody. So until we talk to y'all next time, peace, love, and happiness. And we're going to play some Kendrick so y'all know how to cut them off. You know what I'm saying? Right here on Nitty's Knocker. I've been cutting them off since 90. You're listening to Nitty's Knocker right here on Q4 Radio. Your source for good news, good vibes, and a whole lot of fun.